When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you ever think you were making it? I feel I'm so close, I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. How they run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. Happy okay, episode right. number 322. Where is she? <laughs> Where is she, Vinny? Uh, you, 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 you look like somebody that, that we know. Who's that? Like uh, Bruce Bet David or Bruce somebody Bet different. David. Very different character. Who is this character here? I don't even know. Who are you? We're just driving. The biz doc is here to race. Can you still hear it, though, Tom? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, are you even hearing anything? Like, are you hearing anything through that helmet of yours? Did, did you say something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we got we got somebody here from... Where are you from, by the way? Listen, PBD, I've been a big fan for you for a while now, brother. Uh, <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? Uh, Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah. No last name? Go by one name, like Cher, <laughs> Oprah, uh-huh. or Bruce Jenner. Who'd you vote for? Come on, player. Ron DeSantis. If I, if I have to wear this mask for one more second, let's just go to Rob Look first. Rob. My cheeks are about to blow up. Rob, oh, can you focus on Rob, please? Rob, you're giving so it's free member grounds to everybody in the office? Yes. Or anybody nah, here. What a sweetheart. What a nah. nice night. And your wife helped you make that? Nice. Nah. Here, you know, I'll help you fill up some tea. Yeah, you gotta be careful, baby. Like, show, show the whole, Before like, this is no joke leather. Sock. I'm going to take this thing off. From yeah. top, top to bottom. what you got. Yeah, yeah. See what you got here. Stand up real quick. Let's yeah, go, boys. Now, Vinny, let me see you. I'm totally, let this is a real vampire. You got the look. Come up here. Get your white ass over here. Let's see what you look like, huh? There we go. Prisoner or president? Yeah, look at that. I like the look. President. All right, my president. This, let's get this podcast started. Right, let's guys. get it started. Well, I can't coming off. I got, I got my fangs in. Holy oh, God. I wear this mask. Sam must have been pissed off. Sam is laughing his ass off right now. You know, right? an extra small hat. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it I does feel get warm free. In there. Hey, PPD, when you're as rich as Bruce Wayne and you own the building, you do the hell what you want. No one know where a mask. Tom, you keep your damn helmet on. Adam, pull the zipper down a little bit on the back. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Zip? He's used oh, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beg your pardon. Uh, here we go. Go a little bit more. In about 10 minutes, All right. I'm taking this thing I'm off. Take clothes off, BBD. I've been dreaming of this my whole life. <laughs> uh, okay. I've been waiting right. for you to say help so, me with my zipper. We got, we got a lot of stories to get into today. We got a lot of stories to get into today. Let's see what we got here. Um, Matthew Perry, obviously what happened with him uh, being dead at 54 years old after a parent drowning. We'll talk about that. Tragic. Uh, Erdogan threatens to declare war on Israel and sends military uh, to Gaza and chilling warning. U.S. Marines assault ship sailing towards Israel uh, over fears of regional conflict developing. Musk offers Starlink Internet for recognized aid organizations in Gaza. Groups behind Israel bashing protests uh, backing Hamas. Attacks got $50 million from the one and only Soros. Nikki Haley continues her, her ascent. Ties DeSantis for second in Iowa. Gold standard poll. 
Pence suspends campaign, unfortunately. Larry Elder drops out of 2024. Crazed man dragged from Hillary Clinton event. Should have heard what he had to say. Professor Galloway wants grace. He wants forgiveness. For people who pushed COVID lockdowns, we were doing our best. Yeah. We'll talk about that. we got to play that clip for you because uh, you got to see how much grace he had. Uh, IRS chief hints at possibility of audits may rise for Americans earning under $400,000. So, folks, if you're listening to this, you make less than 400 k they may be coming after you as well. Americans can stop spending money. Five reasons why. Mapped where Americans are moving. L.A. and other liberal cities amongst biggest targets as organized crime problems. Cost retailers billions. California and New York lost a combined 1.4 million residents in 2022. And then we got a couple of the stories. McDonald's. What's been happening with them? Price hikes. You ready for this? At a McDonald's in Connecticut, the Big Mac Combo Bowl went for $18. It was. Is that just high for me? Like, do I? Does that sound like an uh, insane number? Number one is like seven bucks. That's Dude, insane. 18 bucks for a combo in Connecticut. And it's not like it's in the high end shop. Like, it's like, you know where the. It's not in uh, Greenwich. It's no, no. What do you call them when uh, trucks uh, go through? What do you call uh, them? Truck stop. Truck stop. Truck stop. Oh my yeah, God. apparently. That's right. Truck stop. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Elon Musk declares X will be a fully fledged. Dating site within a year. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, U.S. companies shy away from debt markets as Treasury route drives up costs. By the way, uh, here's what we're going to do by the end of the podcast. If we can make it with this 200-degree temperature outfit that I got on, uh, we will be announcing our next guest on our live podcast. And it is a presidential candidate. And some of you guys will get a chance to meet him. And tickets will sell out in no time, specifically the ones to get a chance to meet him in the Cigar Lounge in the back. So if you want to be one of the first to get the link to uh, get your tickets before it sells out, we will announce it at the end of the podcast. Text the word podcast to 310-340-1132. Again, text the word podcast to 310-340-1132. It'll be at our club, 5990 Live. Okay. And, Rob, put the link in details below as well for people to go through it. Adam uh, or Jimbo. So so tell us about your your outfit and why you dress like this. Look, man, I think we all know I've... For the past three, four years, we've been doing the PBD podcast. It's all been an act. We all know that. Mm-hmm. You know who I am mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. This is who really who I am. Everyone thinks that I'm just like some leftist, woke, bullshit, <laughs> tranny banging, Bud Light drinking, <laughs> wiener smoking type of guy. It's not me. Clash, clash, clash your yeah. Just, just. R- but I got it. you guys a gift. R- what you got us a gift? Uh, you hot, Pat? Yeah, two hundred degrees. You want something to cool down what with, you brother? Got? I got you, Tom. I got you too, buddy. What'd you get? Well, see, Trump supporters are actually generous. You see that, Tom? Oh, hang on. What, here we go. What do you got? I think there's something going on here. America first? I think there's something going on Uh-oh. here. Uh-oh. Here we go. Bad, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little drunk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure you can cool down with oh, me, brother. Can I just want to have a couple beer with you? Are you going to do one of these no, or no? I don't drink. You know, I'm, I'm just so telling you. This Tom, good, oh, Tom. Tom's not even touching it. Tom. I, you know what? He won't Come even on, touch bro. it. You won't even touch it. Wow. Listen, listen, you know, UFC just signed a deal with Bud Light. Yeah. Dana White. Bud Weiser or just Bud Light? Bud Light, Vinny. Now, listen, boy. Um, If Dana White approves Bud Light, it's all right. It's got to be be right. Listen here. I'm trying to make Bud Light great again, Vinny. (laughs) 
I you're need doing your help. It. You're, doing, you're it. doing it. Anyway, I'm yeah. going to have a beer, Pat. Go, go ahead, for it. Go for you do it. You None of you guys do. are going to join me on a beer? Uh, after I have my protein and my vault, I may. But then that mixture, I don't know what it's oh, going to produce. God. Can you imagine? America. Get All of a sudden, I turn into yeah, something I'm gonna else. I'm going to have one. Okay, so let's go into... Which story do we want to get into first? Do we want to get into? Uh, uh, I say uh, how we about do. Trump? <laughs> I say we get into California, New York laws. They combined 1.4 million residents mm. in 2022. Uh, let's go to this number here to see what the number looks like. By the way, the, the thing with this is, Rob, can you also pull up the net migration number as well? Because this may be the. Uh, uh, okay, let's go through this and then we'll see it. Okay, so California, New York laws. They combined 1.4 million residents in 2022. Florida and Texas are the big winners in America. America's ongoing migration trend with Florida gaining 249,000 residents. Texas welcoming 174,000 more newcomers than departures. Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina saw more arrivals coming in than, than, than departures, while California and New York combined for nearly 1.4 million lost. Holy moly, 1.4 million. Migration patterns are primarily driven by employment, housing affordability, lowering uh, lower living costs and tax consideration, high taxes, elevated uh, crime rates, and an influx of migrants are pushing people away from states like New York, while housing costs and taxes are key drivers of California population laws. Tough new environmental rules, such as the restrictions on non-zero emissions vehicles, are also contributing to California's exodus. Can you imagine that? Restrictions on non-zero emissions vehicles. And then at the top, the next story is L.A., other liberal cities among biggest targets as organized crime problems cost retailers billions. Tom, when you see this story, what do you think about? Well, California, New York, I'm going to do some math for you. 1.4 million residents lost. After the last census, each congressman and uh, Rob, if you could pause the mammograms for a second, maybe look this up. I believe a uh, congressional district is now 750, a little over 750, which means that California and New York have lost each one congressman when we come up and we do the, uh, the reassessment after the uh, census. So what that means is California, I'll translate it the other way, in election year, California and New York have probably each lost another electoral vote the next time that we adjust the playing field, and there's going to be new congressmen, probably, probably one Texas, one Florida, the way it's going. That's the first part. I, I look at this and I say, people talk about the exodus. We also have to remember, this exodus is realigning our government. Uh, those are probably going to be bright red or at least purple. Uh, if it happens to be in the Austin area, be more of a, a purple representative. But that's the first thing that I see. And then the second thing I see is, it, is that, you know, bad actors are just taking advantage of it. Like what's happening with Los Angeles and the liberal cities, you know, defund the police, do all this. And now the crime is up. You know, I was reading that the Ox, excuse me, the uh, Canoga Park Nordstrom that was in the San Fernando Valley that we all saw, this is about two months ago the big looting yep. yeah and pat and i were there wait we used to walk in that door with our all wives, the time all the time from topanga canyon it was topanga canyon victory an area called topanga uh, canyon uh, topanga mall um now it's i guess westfield or something but we used to walk there and feel relatively safe shopping there yet look at what was happening there apparently that was an organized crime group that did that that massive smash and grab and so Defund the police, you know, California, wait, you know, if it's not $1,000, we won't even prosecute the theft. You know, you break a window on a car, take a laptop. If it's not more than a grand, they don't need you. You can report it to your insurance company. You know, it's crazy you're saying That's that, it. Tom. They're pushing out. 
and they're causing this, and they're going to get a government restructuring. But here's the question, though. Here's the question, though. It says organized retail crime is escalating across U.S. with retailers reporting. You know how much inventory loss it is? Does this seem like an insane number? $112 billion in 2023. Let me say that one more time. $112 billion in losses, Uh not million. Billion. Guys, Tom, does that sound like a big number? That sounds like a a massive massive number number to me. If if we were to look at that, uh, hey, do something real quick. I think I have have one here. Tom, why are you yelling at Rob today? Rob, (laughs) hey, Rob, Rob. Can you look up Le- Levi Strauss revenue last year? Because to Pat's point, I'm wearing Levi's right to now. Pat's point, we're going to see what Levi Strauss revenue is and compare it to 112 billion. Look at this. Yep. Look at this. Six billion. So what is this? Yeah. This is 20 Levi's. Wow. 20 Levi's. It's to a, Pat's so, point. Yeah. And just, do I think you know, it's a big number? That's a massive Tom, number. You know about Levi Strauss, right? <laughs> Nazis. You Jews. Like, you like, by the way, I'm saying they make great jeans. Let me, hey, let me tell you, don't be wearing them button fly 501s because it takes yeah. them hookers longer to open them. Damn right. <laughs> hey, so, but, but I, Pat, I have a statement and I have a question. First of all, Vinny, talk you, like God. You, need, vampire, you, need, buddy. you need Velcro or zippers. <laughs> I mean, Vinny. I can't take because the whole time you were talking, he's just like, damn bastards breaking an entry. All right, so, I mean, Pat, I got something to say. But Vinny, go ahead, yeah, Vinny. Go Vinny, ahead. Vinny, go with Pat's question. This is 20 yeah. Levi's. No, but no, but no, this is where I'm going. Like Florida and Texas, they're saying uh, Florida and Texas are the big winners. I don't think it's big winners. I don't think we're winning that everybody wants to come here because I, I don't think it's going to help us out. But number one, number two, Pat, when you see something like that, 104, what, 100 what billion? 112 billion. Defund the police. All that. I don't believe in anything like, oh, we just want to do because we, we, we cared about cops killing. This seems like a concerted effort to make all those shops shut down, all those places shut down where the government has to go in and the government opens up the businesses and then you have to, and they obviously are going to have their own security. This isn't by accident, Pat. That's not a, defund the police and all these uh, thousand, oh, is the time a thousand dollars? Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying like our government's going to, I got to ask, I, I see where you're going. I understand yeah, yeah. you. God bless you. I love you. But you, I think you just said like the government's going to operate malls and got like, I, well, not not no, not, not my America. But Tom, my, my question is this: You say they the they say defund the police, all this smash and grab. What? Wait, make it make sense to me. You, you, under a thousand dollars, I think it was eighteen hundred in some places. There, it's I thought no California crime. it was misdemeanor and they won't even okay. prosecute. So that's that's one thing. So you, crime, we're not going to get you in trouble. And then. Uh, Defund the police. Oh that's God. what's happening. So you, that doesn't. You don't see a pattern where they're purposely doing it to make all these places shut down. That 115 billion dollars. You think that's just an accident that just happened, Tom? I'm, I'm being genuine. What, what's the main goal? I don't look at it as face value. Take a step back. Do I think they're say, global? The do I kick think, his ass, Vinny. Do I think there are globalists that like what they're seeing here in terms of civil unrest? Yes, I do. But do I think our own government is somehow behind? You know, let's let's do this. Well, the no. government is behind. Tom, they're the ones that are saying defund the police, and they're the ones that are saying. Uh, you know, a crime under two thousand dollars at eighteen hundred dollars isn't a crime. It's they're, like they're, they want the chaos, Tom. Why? I'm asking why no, no, the I mean, chaos? No, yeah. But I think the globalists and the ones that, you know, supported BLM and things and a certain George Soros. Yes. Yeah. And, and a certain governor from Michigan. Uh, Gretchen. Gretchen baby. Uh. And uh, 
Yeah, do I think they want the civil unrest? Do I think they want to defund the police and that was their agenda? Yes. But government, big G, I, no, I, well, don't, who, well, okay. I don't think they want so, this. So I think there's talk. people in government, the squad and everybody, that love the fact this is happening and think of it as a form of um, income redistribution. Guys, this is called the PBD podcast, not the Tom and Vinny circle jerk. <laughs> Let you lived in Pat. You Let lived in the boy. Yeah, Pat, you lived in California for how long? Hang on, hang on. Plums. Pat, Pat. <laughs> Sam, like 15, 20 years? Pat. 24 years. Vinny, yeah, Vinny mean, and I are going at it. Yeah, okay. Let right. the boy watch. But do you think it's a concerted effort? Because what, they're going to shut down all this stuff. They obviously want us buy, buying online with Amazon and stuff. Did you guys see, did you guys see what the Disney uh, guy who owns the most shares came out and said? Can you type in? I, I don't even think we have that story here. Type in Disney uh, shareholder you know, he's a two and a half billion dollar guy. Put two and a half billion. Go to news and two and a half billion. He says this guy came out and said something. Uh, go to news. Zoom oh, in a little bit. Yeah, pounds. right there. Right there. That, that the first one right there at the top. Yeah. So here's what you got to look at. That has to do with the story in in L.A. Activist Pelts wants multiple seats at Disney. Owns two and a half billion dollars in stake in Mickey Mouse. Okay, Mouse House. Then you go lower, and this guy uh, says, but the Disney stock's down thirty percent. The 82-year-old billionaire investor is now expected to ask the company for multiple board seats, including one for himself, a person familiar with the matter said on Monday. And then, you know, he's asking for certain changes, what they got to do, what's going on with, you know, New York-based Trine has increased its ownership fivefold since then, buying another 6.4 million shares of Disney. That's a lot of shares of Disney you own, right? And then guess what's going on with these guys at the board? They're sitting there saying, what the hell are we doing with Disney? What are we doing with Disney? Guys, we got to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting money into Disney because I'm running a nonprofit. I understand this liberal stuff you guys got that you want to do. And we're listening to all these people that are working at Disney that are telling us well, how many candidates or actors or stuff need to be part of the LGBTQ community. If we start losing money, we're not happy, right? Yeah. Disney shareholders. That makes it very honest. Why? Because you have to produce a product that works for people. If malls are already getting destroyed, the mall business model is already not working. Yep. The, bomb, the mall business model is already a thing of the past. Malls today are more of a showroom. Come here, see this, and then go buy online. Mm-hmm. How many people you see go to the mall do this? How many, how many have done this before? You go, you're like, okay, let me see how much this thing is. Then you go straight on Amazon. Yeah. This can boom. Okay, this thing's at $2.99 here. I can buy it for 198 bucks on such and such. Okay, great, babe. Order one of these. It's at your house the next day. Sometimes the same day. The other day we ordered something for the kids. At one o'clock, by six o'clock, it was on our front porch. I'm like, wait, what do you? Why would you even go to the mall? Yeah, exactly. Why would you? Now you order food comes to you. Now you order shop comes to you. So, for me, there's a part of this, the 120 billion dollars that these businesses that are moving to states like Florida, you know, Texas, Carolina, some of these places. It's because capitalism's eventually going to get the people who risked all their money, who spend hours, months, years working their businesses, risking all this stuff. They're going to say, what are we doing with all this stuff? I don't think this business model is going to work for too long. But they're destroying the mall model 100%. for allowing people to shoplift. That's what I think. Yep. And I wonder, I wonder who's going to take over those malls. Let's can, go I, t- can I give you my thoughts? Go for it. Yeah, let's hear it. Look, Pat, where am I from? What state? I would say you're probably... No, I'm born and raised my whole life, Pat. Lubbock, Texas. Stop Flo- it. Don't bullshit me now. Come Flo- on. Where are you from, bro? You know where I'm from, Pat. Florida. I'm born and raised Florida. Yeah. yeah. I went to school in Tallahassee, Florida. I've been living in Tallahassee for half of my life. Uh, uh, California. 
I've never lived there. Never would. Shit show. Mm-hmm. No, like I went to San Francisco. They were literally giving Sh- shit. shit maps. <laughs> poop show. So like the the woke shit show that is California, it's too far gone. You had DeSantis on here yesterday. He's gonna debate what's that pretty boy or DeSantis uh, Newsom, this freaking guy, uh, U-Haul employee of the year. Three years running, Gavin. But he goes on uh, Hannity, and he's got his little stats and his facts, and he's and Hannity's lightweight. You think he can't compete with me? He's slick talking, fast talking, just paid pay for play politician. You know what's probably gonna happen? You know Joe Biden ain't making it. Probably be this fucking Yahoo, looking all plastic, looking like he's the main character in American well, you, Psycho. But you got to give him credit the way he plays basketball. Do you have that he, clip of him playing basketball? He ran me? over one of those commie kids in China <laughs> and spanked him. I don't know if you saw <laughs> that. Oh my god, Jimbo, that's what they do in Hollywood. Jimbo, though. they spanked. He spanked. Yeah. He not only did an offensive charge, that he might have inadvertently started World War Three. No. Wait a minute, wait he a minute. charges him and then spanks this. Look, yeah. look. That's no, your but, governor. But go, go a little bit prior. Yeah, play that because yeah. he's got a little bit of he game. Okay, watch this. Yeah, go for it. Go. Just hold. And now, hang yeah, on. Hang on. Look at that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he messed up. Yeah, where he was probably born, China. Yeah, Common China, CCP. Look behind the back. Look, that's look, that's yeah. actually respect right Charging. there. And then, but, but, see, I guarantee those are not Ferragamo shoes. Uh, uh, oh, there comes uh, uh, the Epstein uh, uh, move. The Epstein move right there. You don't spank and then... Let me tell you something. If Trump was out there, he'd... He'd be in jail. Run over all those kids and dunk he'd be in on China. Yeah, but he'd be in jail after doing that. He'd be in jail. No, whatever. I'm just saying, like, Gavin Newsom, he ain't the real deal. No. We know that. Okay, let's go to the next story. That was very insightful and Thanks. very Thanks. helpful. Okay, I mean, California's a shit show. We know it. It's too far uh, gone. Tom, America's Americans can't stop spending five reasons why. This is a Wall Street Journal story uh, on five reasons why Americans can't stop spending. Here we go. Number one. Job security and increased income, the job market strength marked by consistent employment growth and low unemployment rates has boosted consumer confidence and provided more disposable income. Number two, home equity and low mortgage rates. Increasing home value and uh, historically low mortgage rates have empowered homeowners to tap into their home equity, stimulating consumer spending and enhancing financial security. Number three, pandemic era saving and government stimulus. Government stimulus packages and reduced spending during lockdowns resulted in Americans accumulating over $2 trillion in savings. Four, the buy-now mentality. Consumers are adopting a proactive buy-now mentality to secure goods and services at current prices, driven by concerns about inflation and economic outlook. Five, a new outlook on life and experiential experiential spending. A shift towards experiential spending over material possessions has emerged, driven by pandemic-induced revaluations of priorities. Tom, what's going on here? So let's break this down. Um, they make some really good points, and some of them are very, very correct. So job security, increased income. Unemployment is down. People are back to work. So some of that is back in the economy. So that's true. So that's just a structural thing that's got nothing to do with American spending. That's just more people that are working this year than last year. Home equity and mortgage rates. Uh, Brandon and I were digging into this, and we're trying to find the home equity thing because right now I want to see what's going on with the HELOCs because home equity line of credits, um, it, I've seen two reports that show that they have come up this summer and not by a small amount. Uh, also, I saw that the um, uh, the credit cards, we talked about this about a month ago on the podcast, are up to a trillion dollars. So if your credit card's up to a trillion dollars, but your house is up 30%, you know, credit card at 20%, but a HELOC at 8 
there's an opportunity to unlock some of that uh, value and turn it into cash. Pandemic era savings, government stimulus, that is exactly the went down to 400 billion credit card rates and bounced back to a trillion. So that is true. And the buy now mentality, I think that's true up to a point. My brother redid his kitchen and it was true. He bought the, all the appliances like like nine, 10 months ago and, and did save money on buying them, putting them in his garage while they were building out and doing the kitchen. And he did save money because in inflation, a couple of those appliances were more just six months later. So maybe there's a little of that. So I, I, I think the Wall Street Journal has built a story here around this. But what we need to look at is I think people are using their HELOCs, have maxed out their credit card, and help giving the economy a great third quarter. Let's see if it can continue on Black Friday and holiday spending. Vinny, specific, I, I'm interested in your Transylvanian yeah. insight oh about goodness. this. Um, Do uh, people spend on experiences with you? People, are, let, let me explain something to you. I know people that spend money and they ain't, they ain't got the money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> save that money. <laughs> okay. I can't with the, you no, realize Vinny, the whole time he's Vinny. looking at him, he's shaking his head? I'm just, How can I? <laughs> look, like, I'm trying to simplify things. I'm just, Go. Look. Go ahead. What I like about Trump, he talks at a fifth grade level, literally. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you got you Ted Cruz out there talking twelfth grade level, DeSantis with his, you know, mumbo jumbo policy. You know, you know he Jim knows Bob, all policies. I think uh, underneath Bob, all, I think Jim underneath Bob. all this, Jim Bob, you have an opinion. I do because you're talking about all this shit about the economy. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, Bidenomics. What the hell is even Bidenomics? Mm -hmm. Seriously, I, I, I chat like what's Bidenomics? I have, no, I have it's build from the bottom up. What? No, just make us go broke, and yeah. that's what it is. That's Bidenomics. Look, I just remember under Trump. This is real talk now. Lowest unemployment we've had in 50 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, for everybody. Pay raises for blacks, for Asians, for Chinese, for Japanese, for Latinos, for one of them, one of them like she men people things. Transgender. Yeah, they were doing good too. Mm -hmm. Caitlyn Jenner. With the African-American stats in there. Now what? Phenomenal. It's all DEI, ESG, OPP. I don't even know what's going on. You down with OPP? Oh, you know me, but here. <laughs> but listen. Yeah. It's, were you better now or better four years ago? Just ask yourself. Four years, that. 100%. Yeah. I mean, they had that the fucking Wuhan flu, whatever bullshit. <laughs> shut down the country, shut down the world for what? <laughs> fucking flu? <laughs> Jim Bob, can you just it's get just back Jimbo. to U.S. economics? I'm, just, I'm really, I'm, I'm genuinely asking a question. Jim Bob, what are you better now than you were Tom, four beers I'm gonna, ago? I'm going to beer slap you if you keep talking <laughs> over me. What, I'm asking you, what is Bidenomics? I Tell me what it is. To watch it, you it's, destroyed, try. it's destroyed the... the what, what is it? I have no idea what the hell it is. It's not, whatever, it's not working. What's the basic premise of Bidenomics? If, if a person could even explain that, it, they, they, I would love to hear it. Uh, I would love to hear it. But in reality, like this, these five things explains exactly what's going on in America today. And by the way, you know what's weird? You know what the market did yesterday? Up well, 550. Yeah. Okay. Boing. Up 550. And that's the part about a reverse market crash. I mean, the reverse market crash is probably the one thing I'm most concerned about. <laughs> it's one, economically. Because if a reverse market crash happens... The, the 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 concept of rich getting richer, poor getting poor, you know, goes at a level that you've never seen before. Steroids. And then, you know, people are still talking. Did you see the CVS and Walgreens not want to do a strike? The three-day, whatever they got going on, CVS and Walgreens. And, what's and the, why, why and, and the auto worker, who's the one that agreed on the price? UAW. Yeah, Ford. I know. What's the number? Is that in here, Rob? Do we have the UAW store here that they finally agreed to UAW strike? 
It was Ford caved in. There it is. And then Detroit followed. Detroit's paying up to end the UAW strike. Now car makers will live with the cost. Now car makers will live with the cost. Page 16, Wall Street Journal story. You know, the the speed of which cost of living's increasing is is insane. Here, Detroit, six-week strike by UAW against Detroit's automakers, including GM, Ford, and Stellantis. Ended with tentative labor deals, but these agreements are sent to increase labor costs beyond initial expectations. Ford CFO John Lawler noted that the UAW contract would add $850 to $900 per vehicle in additional costs. The tentative agreements include a 25% general wage increase over four years with cost of full uh, living adjustment, raising the top pay for production workers to approximately $42 an hour. Yeah. Shmiluch. $42 an hour. The UAW are also secured the return of cost of living adjustment and other benefits, such as the right to strike over plant closures and higher pay for temporary employees. So you hear a number like this. What do you hear? You, you say, okay, what's the word they use? The, the cost of living adjustment. Cost of living adjustment. Cola. Cost of living cola. adjustment. Yeah, well, I, in the military, they do that too. Yeah, but because when you move to a different place. Yeah, but, but this is real though. And what, what's causing this? You put trillions of dollars in the economy, the rich got richer, the poor got poorer, and everything got more expensive. By the way, even the next story here you go to, which it makes zero sense. It's right before that. If you go to page 15. And, Pat, add this. How much is a new car these days? Oh, forget that, it. Compared the, to what it was three years ago. That's the point, I'm not though. bullshitting right now. No, I know you're not bullshitting. You're, you're very Cars real. are as expensive yeah. as ever been. Depreciating assets. Yep. And now they're, you know what they're going to do? Tom. Super, I'll make this super quick. Ladies and gentlemen, 850 in new additional vehicle costs is going to translate to 1500 bucks in showroom price. Of course, yeah. Because Ford makes a profit, the showroom makes yeah. a profit, the dealer makes a profit. That 900 in cost is probably 1500 on the sticker. And who ends up paying the burden for that, Tom? We do. The guy, the customer, look, the guy looking at the, the consumer to buy the car. It's like this minimum wage bullshit. Fight for 15, 25. Uh, what was, uh, they just raised something in California. Some ridiculous number. Minimum wage for yeah. a restaurant. We, we all know that these businesses need to make a profit. All they're going to do is end up passing it down to the consumer. How much is a McDonald's these days? Yeah, this, this story is wild. Let me, let me read this story to you. McDonald's revenue source. As it hikes menu prices, I wonder why they hike yeah. menu prices. Yeah. I mean, is it accidental? Because they're paying 16-year-old kids you, $15 you, an hour. Can you actually show that price all the way at the top to McDonald's Big Mac? I, Look I, at this. I, I still, it's unbelievable. $18 Big Macs. What yeah. the hell are you talking about? Thanks, And Joe you get Biden. closer. McDonald's reports a 14% increase in revenue. Remember, revenue. Revenue. Not net. Revenue. Revenue. The revenue's different than net. Yep. Uh, for the latest quarter, latest quarter contributed attributing the surge to strategic menu price increases. The company generated six point six billion dollars, six point six nine billion dollars of revenue, surpassing analysts' expectations. McDonald's did not disclose specific price increases, but mentioned that a branch in Darien, Connecticut, charged as much as eighteen bucks a combo for a freaking Big Mac combo meal, which includes medium fries and medium soft drink. No sushi. No, no, no rainbow roll. No. Nothing. We're talking just a Big Mac is what we're yep. talking about here. Uh, while the same combo cost $13.69 at McDonald's and Times Square. So $13.69 for a Big Mac combo, $18 in Connecticut. Net income rose $2.3 billion from $1.98 in the same period. The same store sales in U.S. increased 8.1%, largest driven by price hikes. 
The company expects to raise menu, uh, menu prices by just over 10% for the full year, marking the second consecutive annual 10% increase. By the way, I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why. This is the concept that, you know, it, it, it goes... It's it's almost like, you know, which one comes first? You know, the egg or the chicken, you know, that yeah, whole thing yeah, yeah. that you do. Which one comes first? Yeah. Putting fake money into the economy or is it, you know, uh, uh, increasing minimum wage or companies being forced to have to increase prices? But regardless, this is going to keep feeding it more and more and more. Cars, homes, apartments, food, you know, fast food, it doesn't matter. Prices are going up. 10% increase two years in a row. You know what that is? If you're If you're... If the food you're buying for your family, four kids, okay, we don't go to McDonald's, but if we do go to McDonald's, say for four kids, you're going to buy something, a husband, wife, and four kids. Let's just say you're spending 60, 50 bucks, 60, 60, bucks. 60 bucks. 60 bucks, 10% is what? 66, go 10% again, 73. 72. I mean, 72, 60. So you're going up $13 on $60 in two years, okay? And it's not like they're giving you more meat, no. more fries. No. Same shit. Tom. So there's two things going on here. The first thing is people don't seem to understand that McDonald's is getting a volume benefit out of inflation. First of all, McDonald's raising the prices and they're going to make more profits. And you've got a place in uh, Derry in Connecticut, which is in Fairfield County, Connecticut, a very wealthy suburb of yeah. New York. That was But here's the other Hedge side, of, country, here's the other right, side of it. You know, you know where these customers are? These customers maybe would have gone to Chili's for lunch. No, they're coming to McDonald's. McDonald's is the beneficiary of some of the workforce that might have gone to a ultra-fast casual. You go to a TGI Fridays, you go to mm. Chili's, things along that line. A Chipotle, which is more than McDonald's. And so basically people are coming back down the restaurant food chain mm -hmm. for lunch because of inflation, because those other places are more expensive. And McDonald's itself along the way is more expensive. This is a net negative for the health of America because I, I if my nephew would tell me he was eating lunch at McDonald's every day, I'd start I'd sit down with him and say, dude, man, you need to take a take a little lunchbox mm -hmm. or a cooler to work with some healthy stuff because that is not healthy for you. That's not good for you. But it's all I can afford. We used to go to Chipotle and stuff like that, and I've kind of shifted a little bit because it's more expensive. That's the net negative here is we have middle-sized businesses that are getting squeezed. McDonald's mm -hmm. is recipient of that, by, by the and way, they've had to raise I, I do want you to say something, too. but check this out. Here's a crazy thing. Even though they increased it by 10% and they're going to do it again, the way the customers responded is by doing what? Nothing. They nope. still went. And they're up $6.69 over the quarter. So you know what McDonald's is sitting there thinking about? Mm -hmm. Maybe we can go another 10% yeah. yep. and another 10% and another 10%. Because, you know, the only way the, the, the consumer gets to vote is what? With their pocketbook. And they're not. And they're not. They're saying, yeah, we'll still keep coming back. Go ahead. Look, and there's I, more of them, I believe, that are coming from other more expensive lunch but, choices. But, uh, but, but, but. I just want to keep it super simple. There's two things I get at McDonald's. Number one, the McRib when it comes out uh, once a year. You know that. You know how bad that is, though, for you, Jimbo? Fine. It's not even on the menu all the time because they know it's poison. It's fine. I love that McRib. But here's the real deal. Yeah. Uh, I love the dollar menu. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me ask you something, guys, fellas. Okay. Uh, what's going to happen when the dollar menu is the $4 menu? Well, it's already the, the dollar I'm store just, is in the dollar store. You know, that's what I'm saying. Know, the dollar tree so is a dollar Inflation, Bidenomics, now you're paying $3.99 for a cheeseburger dollar menu? Yep. 
It's like, how far do we have to go to realize we are going backwards? Yeah. Literally, just look at the dollar menu, Tom. That's, you know, you got your charts. You know, you're comparing GDP. You're doing, you know, the dollar, the yen. I say, how much is the dollar menu at McDonald's? And I compare that to the other currencies around there. So if a dollar menu is now a $3 menu, just times everything by three. That's what it is. But you know, I want to ask a question too, Pat. Where's the outrage? Where, with besides everything else that's happening with all of our domestic, uh, international, everything that we're doing, where is the outrage of the American people that are that are seeing stuff like this? That are just like, where's the? What anger? do you mean? Why, why aren't they upset? They Nobody, are. No, we're upset. There's where's people the are upset, Vinny. What do you mean? No, no I, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing it. I'm not because you're probably watching mainstream legacy if was, if news if, hold on, media. If there was a different president in. Go out Your there in the real world. Was in. What would be happening right now? Listen, the dollar menu would probably go down to fifty cents. But I'm saying, where's the? I'm outrage? just saying, like things would go cheaper. You know what I'm saying, though, Pat? I, you know I, what I mean? Where's the? Where are the people yeah, furious? My, I mean, listen, if we're talking serious, I'm talking that's it. it this does Damn. nothing for me. I'm not affected by this because I don't go to McDonald's, right. and I'm not affected. It doesn't affect a guy like me because I'm not. Uh, uh, you know, sitting there worrying about buying a Big Mac at 18 mm-hmm. bucks in freaking Connecticut. Uh, but it's affecting the average person. And the residual effect of it is the following. Mm-hmm. It only comes back to the business owner, and then the business owner has to raise prices, and then the business owner has to ask more money from the customer. So then this, and so, so, so they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're increasing your prices. Well, then stop forcing me to increase the pay or... If you want me to increase pay, be okay if I'm increasing the prices. And don't. But can you imagine McDonald's comes out and says what well, we have to do because they force us to increase the minimum wage? We we'll have to pay a 16-year-old kid at McDonald's 15 bucks an hour. Seriously, Ridiculous. you want to pay? Six, I was getting paid 375 or 425. I was just going to say at that, Burger Pat. King is what I got paid at. Yeah. Of okay. And by the way, here's a fun fact for you. You know when's the last time I had a big? When's the last time you had a Big Mac? The, the, oh. When's the last time you had a Big Mac? Do you remember? I can tell you the exact month and year. Hmm. When's the last time you had a Big mine Mac? Mine was. Three months ago. Okay, Tom. I loved it though. Maybe, maybe once in the last two years. Maybe. Adam. Uh, a couple weeks ago, but I take off all the bread and just eat okay. them. Yeah. So okay. the last time bread. I had a Big Mac was September of 1997. 1997. You, last... you went to war, Bloods and Crips is Burger King, McDonald's. You worked at Burger King. <laughs> last Your first time, career, you were a chef. Time, last time I went to McDonald's was uh, at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. This is after boot camp. I get to my unit. I can't wait to have a Coke. I've been on, I've been on boot camp and AIT just watering that the punch they put uh. that reduces your testosterone level that yeah, everybody uh, would talk about. Whatever that, yeah, yeah whatever that was. So what's happening in America. Man, we, we went to McDonald's. I ate Big Mac. I couldn't wait to have one. I ate it and I drank Coke. I started throwing up. I oh, felt really? bad, and I never ate it again. Yep. Wow. Yeah, never ate it again. You ever see that movie, that documentary, Super, Super Size Me? He throws for up. For 30 days? Yeah, but I mean, this that guy, guy McDonald's that for 30 idiot. days. Yeah, but that he idiot he was eating up. everything all day. No, no, no. no. And and by that's the way, what too, McDonald's does to for be you, honest, I love, I love, uh, I, I was a, I loved Big Mac. But then after the Army six months, I couldn't do it. It just yeah. wouldn't let me do it. Yeah, well, well, think about it. Your body was eating just, I mean, regular stuff besides the saltpeter. But listen, I tell people this all the time that Bash McDonald's, this guy's an idiot. Mm-hmm. McDonald's isn't supposed to be an everyday breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like it's like a cheating. You're putting a little bit of poison right. in your— yeah. And by the way, that helps you build your, your immune system because your immune system um, needs some practice to fighting. That's why I, during, I never got COVID. You know why? Vinny. Every day I had a Big Mac. Listen, I don't know where you're from, Transylvania, Pennsylvania, whatever it is. Whatever. The average working man. Yeah. All right. He ain't eating at Whole Foods. 
Oh, he ain't got no fancy place that PBD goes to all, all the time. He eats regular McDonald's. I go Burger to fancy King, places Arby's. like Jersey Mike's. That's right. That's right. Jersey Mike's. Well, I'm Mike. just saying, like this type Joy's of food, it. fried food, carbohydrates. We can be hard on McDonald's on the sugar. nutrition value, and I certainly will. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the McDonald's French fries should be in the French Fry Hall of Fame. They, Those they're are the, best. the best. They are probably the best French fries. Burger King's French fries sucks. You, wait, and Adam, you're letting them call them French fries? Aren't they Freedom Fries? If you... Vinny, <laughs> Vinny, aren't they freedom fries, brother? And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know that. Hey, I hey, love that song. The guys, freedom fries. We have we have a professor that's looking for some grace. Okay, oh, so please be respectful. We have a yeah. professor. If he can pull up the video, Rob, look out. We have a professor that is looking for some grace mm. from everybody. Okay. And, 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 and professor wants forgiveness for people who pushed COVID lockdowns. Mm -hmm. we, we were doing. Our best is what he said on Bill Maher. Okay. Professor Scott Galloway of New York University, I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. In retrospect, I was wrong. We were all operating with imperfect information, and we were doing our best. But let's uh, bring a little bit of grace. Okay, we can play that clip in a minute mm -hmm. here. But Galloway is advocating for amnesty over individuals who supported COVID-19 lockdown policies, regretting for initially wanting stricter lockdowns and acknowledging the greater damage to children education. Galloway highlighted the significant decline in test scores among students, particularly in math and reading, start stating math scores are dropping to levels not seen since the 1970s, with scores for black students falling more than twice as much as white students, he emphasized, that policymakers were operating with imperfect information and called for understanding and forgiveness in light of the challenges posed by the pandemic. I think, Scott, you kind of knew what you were doing, brother. You're a professor at NYU you were less worried about what it was going to do to education. You were more worried about getting rid of somebody, which you succeeded. Go ahead and play this clip. Yeah. I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy, and in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people, the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information, and we were doing our best. So yeah, it's, 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 I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Bill Maher was with him there. Uh, you don't. Think I don't so. think Bill Maher was with him there. I don't think Bill Maher is looking at that, saying, "Hey, you're right." All this other stuff. Look, when I see something like this, you know what I think about. Here's what I think about. I think about, I asked the governor a question yesterday, Governor DeSantis. Uh, I asked him, I said, what's more important to you, uh, America, political party, or your own personal ambitions? And he said what? The cause. He says the cause. Yeah. Which, by the way, I respect it. Me too. I respect the fact that you say that's what it is. Now, I don't think to Democrats it's the cause. I think it's the party first. Okay? 100%. I agree. I think it's the party first. Before it is America, and I know some people are not going to like this, and FYI, some people may say, but I also think for MAGA, it's MAGA before it's America. And they can make that argument for themselves. We've got a MAGA guy here that can talk for himself and yep, yeah. say what he's going to say about that. But when, when, you, when you see that opportunity, anything and everything that was done, nothing was right at that time. Now you want to apologize? And now, you know what he's got? Look at the look on his face on that picture that Rob yeah, perfectly perfect. just paused. You know what that look is? You, you ever bought a car? 
You ever bought something and you left the store? Buyer's remorse. And a buyer's remorse, and you're like, man, I shouldn't. You ever had? Have yes, you ever had that happen course, to you? What did you buy? Can you remember one product? I, uh, what did you buy that you had buyer's remorse? Buyer's remorse. It was a. It was a car when I was in Great Falls, Montana. It was a Chevrolet patent, and that's all they do is that the, that town made money yeah. just from all military people because we were young and stupid, yeah. and it was the biggest mistake. What was it life. for you, Tom? Do you have buyer's remorse? Yeah, I, I bought a, a Lexus GS way back in uh, 2005, and um, you know. How long did it take you to have it? Uh, literally, I don't need a the few whole months. detail. Just how long did you did it take you to have it? it, it about three months when I realized okay. that the, babe, the kid's seat wouldn't fit in the back and the trunk was a little and bit. And then you're like, "What thought, do I do with I'm, it? I'm stuck with it for three years." That's exactly right. Okay. So why didn't I think of all this but stuff? Why about, didn't I measure this? Have you? You've had virus remorse, Bud yeah. Light. Yeah, no. Uh, my first wife, Pat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. That well, makes sense. So, but here, here's what I want. Again. Look yeah. at his look on his face. Her name was. You know what Fred. the look is? You know what his you know what his look is? A buyer's remorse look. Yep. Buyer's remorse on policies during lockdown. Buyer's remorse on the president they got stuck with. Buyer's remorse on getting everybody on a super Tuesday to drop out. Amy, Elizabeth, Bernie, you know, everybody, Pete, everybody stepped out and they got behind Biden. When he was behind in New Hampshire, I think it was third or fourth place when they got behind him. And he's looking there saying, man, to say it. The other guy cannot stand the other guy. And by the way, this is the same guy that trashed. You know what he said about Elon Musk? Do you know who this guy is? This guy? This guy, when Elon Musk, because I'm, I'm going to buy 9.6% of Twitter, he says he's lying. Make him do it. Well, this is and the then, guy. And then he says, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. He's never going to do it. He's just fooling all of you guys. You guys are idiots for falling for Elon Musk. And then when Elon Musk bought Twitter, and he kept his commitment and bought it, and then he still trashed him. Mm -hmm. So if there is a guy that's got zero grace and asking for grace, it's this guy. Mm -hmm. This is the typical professor that's so smart above. It. And by the way, you know who else this guy is? This is also the guy that took a million bucks, I think, give or take, from CNN Plus. And no one's ever seen the content and the show that CNN Plus had with uh, Scott Galloway. Yep. By the way, to give him credit, I did an uh, episode and I gave him a lot of love because he's got one episode he did on boys, on, on yep. what boys should do. He said they should make more money, they should have more sex, they should work out, something like that. He talked about mm -hmm. how boys need to go out there. So he understands, like he has logic. Mm -hmm. he, he's able to process issues, but he, he, was, he was afraid. He was afraid of standing up to the gang. He was a part of to have some brass and say, guys, I disagree with what you all are doing a group thing when everybody all of a sudden is like, you know, agreeing with each other. It's like, nah, I don't agree with you, bro. Let's hash it out. He joined that group, and as a professor who claims to be this brilliant guy, you missed the mark because you could have gained so much respect during COVID and you would have had it back then. Now you're asking for grace? Did you give anybody else grace? Does your reputation have anything to do with grace? Were you one giving grace to anybody? Did you? Now you want it. By the way, here's the crazy thing. People are still going to give you grace. America's going to give you grace. God's going to give you grace. You didn't give grace, and you're still going to get grace because that's how this thing uh, works. That's how America works. America will forgive you and move on. But deep down inside, I, I got to give you credit, mm -hmm. at least that you said you were wrong. Salute to you. I respect the fact that you're coming out saying I, you know, I, I maybe was a part of the wrong side. Mm -hmm. Totally fine. But that decision four years ago is why America and why the world is in shambles today because of people like you.
And I'm going to take it up one more level because he said he was wrong, but I didn't hear an apology. And I think we owe the people, the the athletes that we fired, the servicemen that we mm-hmm. fired, the teachers that we fired that lost their pensions on that day, lost their pension accumulation on that day. Where's the apology to say, let's bring a little grace and forgiveness. And can we apologize to these people and bring them back to their jobs and restore mm-hmm. their pensions to the day that we that we kicked them out? And I applaud him for bringing up the data of black students. But you have a voice, Scott Galloway. Mm -hmm. You have a voice and you have a megaphone and you have a platform. And that platform is based on education. Your section four and everything that you do. Where are you calling for summer school and things that we can help these kids catch up after we took them out of school for two years? I think there's another level that's deserved here. And I think he should be calling for an apology and to bring back Mm -hmm. a, a you want to talk about, you know, reparations. How about reparations, just very simply, putting people back in the place they were when we fired them during COVID? Mm-hmm. Tom, I like that you're fired up, and you deserve every right to be fired up. Let me tell you something. I actually know this guy, Scott Galloway. I've been following Bill Maher. I watch all this stuff. You know this. He ain't no lightweight. The reason that we're upset with Scott Galloway, he ain't no just fly-by CNN anchor talking head bullshit. He's a guy. He's wrote, written articles saying the most dangerous person in the world is a broke, lonely man with a cell phone. He's done articles about this. He ain't no lightweight. But here's what he gets wrong. And this is no bullshit. He is the typical ivory tower, coastal elite, New York City, NYU professor that thinks he knows more than anybody else just because he's been working to school for 50 years. Who got mad and moved to England during yeah. COVID. Thank you. So, But I, I don't have beef with Galloway. He actually does some really good work for young men out there. And I got to applaud him for that. But, you know, who are you to tell people what to do during COVID? I'm not even bullshitting right now, Vinny. I believe it. Like, so the, 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 the problem is California. We talk about California. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi stock situation, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what happened with her husband and my brother. Whatever. But, and then you have New York. Hammer time. Okay. They think they run the country. Wall Street and Hollywood and Silicon Valley. Uh. There's a lot of states in between. You know, they said back in the day in the 80s and 90s, uh, uh, broadcast TV, they said, win the central time zone. Mm-hmm. You win Chicago, you win Iowa, you win Minnesota, you win Missouri. I'm not drunk, Pat. Uh, that's what America is. Mm-hmm. Google it, Rob. Win the central time zone. Mm-hmm. Problem is, we got the Hillary Clinton, New York Senator. Bullshit that she's doing. You got everything that's going on out there in Gavin Newsom. They want to run the country, but there's a lot of states in between. There's someone like Galloway, smart guy, just misinformed. And you know what? And they canceled any conservative voice that wanted to talk about this. This is not bullshit. I, I, I just can't take you serious with the accent. I'm just, nothing I'm but saying here, is bullshit. Here's my just thing, a good though, accent. And I, I, wrote, I, I wrote a bunch, but how about screw an apology? You know what I want? I mm. want accountability. It's how fast we forget. Beautiful, Adam. Because now time has gone by, Pat. There's so much stuff happening in the news. How about the system is set up for them never to get in trouble? Do you think think Fauci would have bullshitted from everything, from where it came from, Mm -hmm. to mass, everything, if he didn't know, Adam, that he had to get out of jail free card? You You don't go out there and speak the shit that you spoke, knowing it was a lie, and without... Without a get out of jail free card. And by the way, the whole industry had to get out of free free card. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Adam. Hold on. Nobody has gone to jail 
for COVID for what they put us through. Yeah. Think about from forcing the lockdowns to destroying people's lives, livelihood. People are living in the streets, and some people are freaking dead because of the lockdowns. They force masks on children, and then they force vaccinations. They brainwash parents to shove needles in their kid to put this freaking poison in that... I, I read a report, Pat, what, 50% of these kids are going to grow up to have my, myocarditis, okay? And myocarditis is, you're done. You're not going to, you don't recover from myocarditis. Uh, and and they knew about the Wuhan, the, the, the lab, okay? Bingo! You know who did go to Thank jail, you, Pat? Benny. Parents went to jail, restaurant owners who serve food for the unvaccinated, hairstylists for doing people's hair, all right? And priests who didn't want to shut down churches because they knew people needed God, during those times, those people went to jail. So I'm never going to forget them. And I don't think anybody should forget them unless we hold them accountable through the law. It's almost like once once enough time goes by, Pat, people forget. I don't forget. All right. And it's interesting to me how you see politicians on the left, like Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Cory Booker. They're on camera, always calling for, for people to get in Americans' faces. Mm -hmm. You know, you see these politicians get in their faces. Well, guess what? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a little shout out. If you see people that ruined their lives because of the pandemic, like Fauci or all these pieces of trash, get in their faces. Mm -hmm. You see all, any of these assholes, get in their face and be like, you ruined our lives. You ruined this country. And Pat, remember uh, Dr. McCullough, Peter McCullough? Yeah, Peter McCullough. During the pandemic, uh, he was silenced during the pandemic. Remember that? He was crazy. Mm. Get him off. Get him off so we could sell this poison. The CDC says that approximately 1.2 million Americans have died from COVID-19. But those numbers are inflated, says Peter McCullough. He said when there's an analysis of, of uh, did they really <clears throat> primarily die of COVID, Pat, the answer is it's 10%. Of that, so it's roughly 120,000 Americans died directly of COVID. So ready for this? 540,000 vaccine deaths versus 120,000 uh, COVID deaths. The cure was worse than the disease. So my point is, and again, Pat, going back to why and what. When do we hold them more accountable? I can give a shit about that weirdo and his apology. And this is way deeper than him. It's the government. It's the FBI. It's everything that they did to us, Pat, that they ruined us. And all the stuff that we're talking about, money and inflation and putting trillions in the economy, it's because of them. And it was all bullshit. And they all knew it. All I'm, of them. Benny? What? I'm saying, thank you. I You're, love how passionate about this. You're yeah. absolutely right. And, yeah, it's, and we need to talk about this. Let me say. Oh, right. well, I was just gonna say, and to Vinny's point about the inflated numbers when it comes to COVID deaths, yep. look at these numbers. It seems like 2017, 18, we had 52,000 people that died of the flu. Now you fast forward to 2021, 2022, mm -hmm. post COVID, only 5,000 people died from the flu. So somehow, in those three or four years, we managed to solve the influenza. Yeah, but yeah. where what did those? A, what a so point, Rob. What a great fucking exactly. one fifth of the amount well, of people died from doctor. flu in twenty twenty one. That's given right. mammogram. The point, wow. the point you're making is the comorbidity bullshit. Excuse me. No, it's all and, good. And what they did was they wanted to count every death possible as a COVID death. Mm -hmm. And so what he's showing here is that you know what, elderly people, God bless them. I'm watching over my mom at 82 years old. They get the pneumonia as a result of the flu and that it unfortunately is a leading cause of death during flu season for a lot of elderly. But did they suddenly develop better immune systems to counter you, the flu? You know, you no, know. no, no. They were recounted. That was probably a COVID death. That was a COVID death. That was a COVID Pat, death. Pat, just very, very quick. I know a guy that's an admin in a hospital, and I'm not joking. This is mm. peak pandemic. Peak pandemic. And, this, and he's a Syrian guy. I don't want to say his name because he's probably watching. You know what he said? There's a motorcycle accident. The guy comes in. He's dead. You know what? They didn't count it as a motorcycle accident. He, they were like, he had COVID. Mm. 
We're going to put it in that, and they incentivize the family. I swear to God. Federal oh, government yeah. was giving money to hospitals, incentivizing them to reclassify, because my understanding, that was worth 3500 bucks. More. And so, Pat, and, and I know you wanted to make your point. Do, do you feel, Pat, like people like a Fauci, yeah, he's protected. You don't want to see that guy pay for what he's done? I, you don't want to see that guy in prison? Oh, no. And there, listen, there's a big difference between grace oh. and a big difference between accountability. Those are two different things. 100%. The, 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 the challenge with grace is... The opposing side typically has way more grace than the left. Right always has more grace than the left. Always. They, it, always. It's not even close. Do you know if you flip the script? Like, let's just say if Republicans wanted to pull a page out of uh, the Democratic's uh, uh, mainstream media playbook. You know what they would do? Mm -hmm. Look at the level of protesting they're doing right now. They're not even worried about a breakout. What if there's a flu breakout? Mm -hmm. What if there's a... They would have used that to play the dumbest things they would have used... thousand percent. To, to, the fastest way right now to stop these wars is say there's COVID. <laughs> fastest way. There's COVID. COVID's making a comeback. You COVID's guys can't go. You guys got to have a six-feet distance before you shoot each other. So you cannot do this. You cannot do that. The gamification they used. One day... We're going to be in a movie theater, okay? Mm -hmm. And we're going to sit there. Someone's going to make the movie, okay? Maybe us. And we're going to sit there in a the movie theater, and we're going to watch all of these stories of what happened, all of these stories of what happened. And we're going to say, damn, man, I cannot believe that's all the shit we went through for three years. Mm -hmm. We're going to watch it, and people are going to relate to it left, right, and center. No one's going to care about politics because guess who got fired? You think only Republicans got fired? No, Democrats got fired. You think only Republicans lost businesses? No, the left also lost businesses. You think only... How, if you were to ask, if you were to ask, actually think about the question. By the way, this uh, Batman outfit is so tight. tight my voice is about to change. <laughs> to, uh, but if you, were to, if you were to think about during COVID, did COVID cause more people to go from right to left or did COVID cause more people to go from left to right? I think at the, at, towards the end uh, of it, once it was today, left to today, right. Today, left to right. Left to right. 100%. If anybody knows it, Adams knows it, yeah. right? COVID, uh, by the way, yeah. check, yeah. check this out. Left, Watch this. Left-leaning moderates that were upset about losing their freedoms went right. So, so the left. They moved out of California to Florida. Here's yeah. what the left doesn't realize. Here's what the left doesn't realize. To them, these clowns that have these degrees from Berkeley who are smarter than everybody else and we're just regular people that don't know what we're talking about, right? These guys uh, are the same people who thought they're winning the battle. Hey, look what we're going to do. We're going to get rid of that guy. Yeah, but what you did do is a lot of the people from your own party, they left. Mm -hmm. You know, like who? Rogan voted for Bernie Sanders. And he's saying good things about Trump and, you know, mm -hmm. DeSantis and Republican. Elon Musk has been a liberal his entire life. And now he's saying vote Republican. Shamat voted for Hillary Clinton and Biden. Oh, God. And now he's saying go the other side. Kids <laughs> are coming out saying, what are we talking about? So short term, they may have won and got rid of the guy that they feared the most because he was the anti-establishment guy. Mm -hmm. Long term, they're going to be the ones that gets to credit for the biggest exodus the left experienced in decades. By the way, yesterday I asked a question from uh, the governor about how Democrats owned the black vote mm -hmm. since 1964. And yeah. I gave the example about, you know, Netanyahu feeling like he has the America vote, 80%. They're going to yeah. care, you know, whatever we do, they're going to support us, et cetera, et cetera. Democrats have thought, yeah, we got the black vote. Every once in a while, go talk about reparations, make them feel good, but they're going to vote for us. They're not voting Republican. Trust me. Yeah. We've had them since Barry Goldwater. It's, the, yeah, they're going to vote for us. Ah, don't worry, yeah, they're going to vote for us. Ah, don't worry, they're going to vote for us. 
But that level of arrogance is about to pay a price. And trust me when I tell you this. The right is always has more grace than the left. Always. I agree. They always have. They don't forget. Mm-hmm. It's a different story. They want accountability. People are going to be held accountable. But they're going to they're going to forgive because they're going to say at least at the end of the day, God is in charge at the highest level. They trust God mm-hmm. to do his part. Sometimes something happens to you where you feel it's unfair and you're helpless. And you're like, dude, this just, what was this all about? What did I do to deserve what did this? I, and then all of a sudden you're like, dude, just can you be a little bit patient? God. Yep. Can you just have a little bit of patience? Amen. Just have a little bit of patience. Yep. If you really believe who I am, I love it. have a little bit of patience. Yep. I'm going to take a year, three years, five yeah. years, just chill out. And you'll see and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. That's the plan. I was not expecting something like this, this kind of a revival. What was this all about? That's the patience that you got to have. It's coming. It's going to be a so. matter of time. Pat is absolutely correct. If you look over history, there's two truths. People go slowly to the left, like the indoctrination of your kids in college, but they will go suddenly to the right. Just look mm-hmm. through the pages of history. That's how it happens. You talked about accountability. I just want to give you one thing. Yeah. What the hell is the accountability for China? Uh, uh, we, Fauci? Okay, fine. Yeah. China? I've said this, Adam. They get at. Listen, let me say something to you. China, we're we're not. Okay, we're in a war with China, but it's not bullets and bombs. They have infiltrated our mm-hmm. kids' minds with TikTok. They're hold on. They're buying land near military bases. They're flying balloons. Gavin Newsom is over there charging Running and spanking over kids. little kids. It's as if. They're they're winning on so many levels, bro. But they haven't shot let me, one. Let me, let me, let me give you go one, to the next story, one more guys. thing. Next, big pharma. Obviously, how much money did they make during COVID? Trillion. Not, trillion Pat, dollars. you did a whole episode on this. At least a trillion bucks. They, they made a lot of money. And okay. still making, we have still to talk. The, hey, the CEO guys, of Pfizer. Can I ask Albert you guys a couple Berlo. questions? Yeah. Can I ask you guys a couple questions? Crazy questions I want to ask. Go ahead. Okay, crazy questions I want to ask you, and I just want to see your reaction to it. Okay, I want to see your reaction to it. Fentanyl. How much have you guys actually looked into fentanyl, what it does, the power of it, I've, what it's capable I've, of I've doing? I've actually lost two friends in California before I moved here, Pat. They went to a friend's house, uh, two of my really close friends. One of them had a girlfriend. They were partying. Everybody did. I, I guess they did a bump of cocaine. Everybody everybody dead. You had two comedian buddies. Two I remember comedian that. friends. Remember that was on TNT and everything. So t- two of them dead. The other girl that was there, she apparently she almost she almost went bye bye. But Pat, the you can die from the, it could fit on the tip of this a little bit of pencil, pencil. a little bit of pencil. pencil and you're done. Done. Yeah. You're finito. By the way, have you seen the cops that are finding it in cars, passing out and almost they're done, dying? And they're ODing. They're yeah. ODing from the one vape. cop didn't want to give the. Uh, at first, she's like, I don't want this video to be viral, shown. And then she puts it, gets 15 million views. Narcan. It, and they Narcan. They're right. Oh, they, they had to because she was dying. And, and this one of them happened just two weeks ago. Uh, uh, when, when you see these clips, it's disturbing. You know, it's the leading cause of death between 18 to 45-year-olds. Do you know how much more powerful it is than heroin? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. How much more powerful, powerful is it than heroin? Heroin. Isn't, what do you, isn't it a bizarre number, like 2,000? 50 times more powerful than heroin. heroin. Mm-hmm. Think about how powerful heroin is. Oh, okay, it. this is fifty times more powerful, and people keep it's people keep dying, and they keep selling it. Yeah, they keep selling it, and people's like, no, it's not. It's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be okay with it. It's gonna be disturbing. It's not gonna be that bad. I'm gonna be able to handle. I'm gonna be able to handle. Boom! Right there. If you can play this clip. Oh my! God. I, 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 so she just went in the car. Pat. She just, the car she just, just went in the car. It. Look at this. How's the driver? Watch dead? this. Oh my God! Yep, that's it. Look, she's done. 
Oh my God, LZ. That is in. She's a cop. She's not using it. She just. I know. She just walked in the vehicle. Another one happened last week. That is some scary crap, yeah. dude. Did, did they lose her? No, she come back. She came back. They By the way, they but, but do you know? The, do you know the craziest thing about fentanyl? Hmm. It's FDA approved. Yeah, for, yeah. Because when you go under, they and you they pull put, up a fentanyl. Fentanyl is FDA approved for like when you when you're getting put under and uh, anesthesiologists they use it. It is yeah. fentanyl FDA approved. Okay, That's watch insane. this. Fentanyl is a patent synthetic opioid drug Proof. approved by the Food and Drug Administration for use of anal analgesic pain relief and anesthetics. It is approximately 100 times more potent than morphine, morphine. and 50 times more potent wow. than heroin. Wow. But it's approved by the FDA. Wow. Okay, approved by the FDA. We just killed one person. <laughs> That's been documented. Okay. One person. One person. Only one person's ever died from marijuana. Can you pull up how many people have died from that marijuana? That's so crazy. How many people have died from marijuana? Look at the number for marijuana. It's one person undocumented. That is insane. It's, it's the only, it, it was this girl. She was 39 years old. I think it was like five, six years ago. And what happened? She just got no, she just died from, and, and by the way, they don't even know if the full story was from it or not. Probably her high blood and by, by, uh, we're not, I'm not even a guy endorsing smoking weed. I'm not saying I don't smoke weed. But the moral of the story is fentanyl is FDA, is FDA approved because it's more effective than morphine or Vicodin that they give you. This is an issue because kids in schools nowadays, man, they're around this stuff. You know, and there's a bunch of clowns and, and people that are testing and are like, well, listen, how tough are you? You know, no, all these people are trying to scare you. People are not dying. I know how to do it. The high is amazing and all this other stuff, right? Now, th th we have so many issues, so many issues right now. Eight million people crossing the border. Yep. And... When you, when you think about the kind of money that's being made with fentanyl right now and what it's doing to the point where even the cartel last week we talked about the cartel said saying, hey, you guys better stop producing this stuff. 100%. Yeah. So, Pat, so, the, so those deaths, the 112,000 in one year, one mm -hmm. year, that falls on China because China's bringing it. And, the number and one producer. The number one is China. So remember I told you about this war? They haven't mm -hmm. shot one gun, but nobody gives a shit about this. Do you know what your fentanyl uh, pr production and sale increased? Do you know what your – it skyrocketed? 2016? 2015, 2016. Oh, weird. What a what an odd thing. I, by the way, when I show you the data, mm -hmm. Brandon, could you show me that chart? Could you text me that chart so I can so, show it to uh, uh, if you're listening? It, it, there's a chart that you look at on the production of it's always been like this. Okay. It's mm -hmm. always been like this. It's always been flat. And then all of a sudden, boom, goes like this. And every year goes more uh, uh. and more and more and more. And more when you think about the amount they're producing mm -hmm. and the amount of people that are dying from it. China. In 2016, who was elected in 2016? Of, of, what do you mean, COVID and fentanyl? They're winning, no, bro. No, they're COVID. winning. They won. Donald Trump, 2016, greatest yep. president ever. Of course. Here's the deal Trump, build the wall. Yep. You know, one of the most ironic things is right now? What? You know what Joe Biden wants to do? He's already started it. Build the wall. Yep. Sometimes, you know, like, how many. Biden's building the wall mm -hmm. with his build back better. He said he wasn't, by the way. But that's the point. Build like Trump. Is there some people out there that maybe fell for the walls of racist bullshit? Um, what do you mean, did they? Everybody just saying, fell for it. Fell for it. But at this point, when you have millions of immigrant, illegal, illegal immigrants, and how many came from the Middle East? A bunch. Uh, excuse me, is uh, Iran near Mexico? No. How are they getting there? Everybody's coming here. Like Lebanese, Syrians? Everybody. But, Rob, Rob okay. I'm going to send this to you. You got to show this. You got to so, show this when we're on the fentanyl topic. Build a wall. I mean, it's a day late, dollar short, Adam. The damage has been done. I'm actually not even joking. I know, Obama, Obama and Biden built the cages. 
Exactly. Rob, yeah. pull up the one I just texted you. Check this out, guys. You got to exactly, see this. Tom, good point. You got to see this. Okay. By the way, you know what you are starting to see, even though Adam's playing this Jimbo guy. I love it. He's being straight up about what he's yeah. saying. Everything I'm saying is yeah. accurate. The, yeah. point, the, point, the point is, even the people that thought building mm-hmm. a wall was stupid are now saying, guys, we need to build a damn wall yep. okay, to prevent this. Think about how bad policies get exposed and how good policies eventually everybody, including those who disagreed with it, come around and say, nah, I think this kind of makes sense. Watch this. Take a look at this, guys. This is kind of disturbing, and look at the data. What year it spikes. Oh, my God. Fentanyl was responsible for nearly 70% of drug or overdose deaths in 2022. But look at the numbers over oh. the years. It's been FDA proof for a long time. Of course. Look at that. Boom, 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 boom. 2015, 2016. Trump. Boom. Trump. Goes off. Yeah. And then skyrocketed to where it's at today. Um, and this can be stopped, but it's going to take a lot of work. So the border is an issue. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Go ahead. And what happened with Joe Biden? Did he just cut some deal with the Mexican cartel? Right, we covered that a few a uh, week or two ago. Yeah, well, well but Pat, because he's basically here's the deal, he's basically acknowledging. Look, I can't say out loud, build the wall um, or cut illegal immigration. I can't say it because my party doesn't want that. But he knows. Oh, he sees what's going on. And Pat, Pat, you nailed it. The last, remember last, I think it was two weeks ago. You said one year, <laughs> shut it down. I don't give – send the military, whoever, stop it. Close and I, the border for one year. One year, and I'm sick and tired of people saying that there's no money in it. We've given how much to Ukraine? We could have eased – how much is the – did they say the border is going to cost? $50 billion? We could. We had the money. We gave it I to I think somebody. he wanted $5 billion. I don't give a damn. We could have done That's what I'm it. Saying. They did it on purpose. What I'm saying is everything is done on purpose. There's, there's no, well, we love uh, Mexican. No, no, no. You don't love shit. You want to destroy the country from right, within. Let's talk about what happened here. Okay, Larry Elder drops out, endorses Trump. Penn suspends campaign for president because apparently, if you can pull up this picture, Rob, he couldn't get 15 people to show up to a pizza party. And apparently his campaign afterwards is like, we got we to gotta wrap this up. Just, just, just Google it and you'll see it. If you just type in, Rob, type in uh, 15 pizza pens. Just put 15 pizza pens uh, 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 and the story should come up. Uh, he was he was once a favorite of the right. Now Mike Pence can't get a crowd of fifteen to oh pizza my ranch. God. Fifteen to pizza ranch. So he's out. Nikki Haley continues her ascent. Ties DeSantis for second in Iowa uh, gold standard poll. Which Tom, I think you called this. Let me read this. Yeah, two weeks ago I said yeah, next. You poll. said this. That's right. Nikki Haley, Republican presidential candidate, has surged in Iowa's gold standard poll, tying with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for second place, both at 16%. Marks a significant gain for Haley, who increased her support by 10% since August, while DeSantis lost 3% of his support. In March, Donald Trump led in the nation's GOP primary polls with 45.9, followed by DeSantis 30.1. Haley in fourth place at 4.3. Currently, Trump enjoys 60%, while the gap between DeSantis Haley, 8.3, has steadily been closing. In Iowa, DeSantis has the support of 28% of voters in mid-May to Haley's 5.5%, now 17.3 to 11.3. Tom, why do you think this is happening? Uh, There's two two reasons why it's happening. Um, To the average Republican voter, they know Nikki Haley as a war hawk, and they trust her as a strong defense individual. And so when we have these things going on, uh, I know for fact that the um, uh, Israel lobby trusts Nikki Haley. And what's happening right now in times of uncertainty, people say, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
who's really going to be the guy there? You can remember uh, Jay Leno walking out after 9-11 and actually saying that he was glad that it was Bush and Cheney in the White House when, you know, okay, what are you really saying, Jay? Well, you know, if it was Al Gore wringing his hands, what do we do? What do we do? Instead, it was uh, W out there at the bullhorn saying at 9-11, to all you workers, all you rescuers, I can hear you, and soon they will hear from us. Remember that famous mm-hmm. speech? Yeah. What's happening right now is people are are reacting to the war in the Middle East, especially um, the, the uh, Jewish people in America, which have been... And, you know, I've lived around lots of them all my life, and I can see their fear. I can see their concern. They don't like what they see on schools, and it's all showing up in Nikki's polling. Um, uh, Rob, do you have real clear politics, and then go to Iowa, and then break it down to the recent Iowa polls, so we can see the hard numbers in here? <clears throat> go real clear politics. Go to election Iowa. Hit the little Iowa box over there on the on the right. It'll pop all pop them up. Uh, yep. There you go. Now go look at the most recent one. Don't look at the chart. Look up at the top. Up, top, up, up, up. The most recent one right up there. The one the most recent dates, look at those numbers. Look at those numbers. It's been in the last Where are the two- numbers, Tom? I don't see any of the numbers. No, on, it's the one register. He, he bounced oh. off right there. See? Trump is up one. She went from 1711. Say, take a look at DeSantis Haley. 1711. Just in the 106 to 1010 poll. Now the 1022, 1026, it's 1616. She's actually inherited a little bit from Trump. You see that, Pat? Yeah. So 43. you don't look at the at the amalgam of polls. You look at the most recent one that was the Des Moines Register is deemed to be a very accurate barometer as they go campaigning. People are turning to Haley because they they see her as a strong right wing war hawk. By the way, if you look at this, it's so interesting. CBS is definitely not a Trump uh, place. No. And neither is uh, the rest. But Fox Business has Trump lower than CBS does. uh, At the the same time. Yeah, very interesting on how Fox is definitely not a Trump Mm -hmm. side today. Fox's crew, they're they're not pro-Trump, although they were four years ago. They're not today. At least it seems like it. And I think in New Hampshire, Nikki Haley is... is um, I'm waiting. They haven't had a national poll release. I mean, a local credible poll released nationally in New Hampshire in three weeks. You don't need to go there, Rob. But if and if you went there, you would see we have a lot of stale polls up there. And when and I think I personally think there's a little bit of gamesmanship going on in the polls because mm-hmm. the core Republican um, you know establishment that that wants. DeSantis or Trump probably doesn't want to see the next New Hampshire poll pop up because Haley's coming up for the same reasons here. Look, uh, when's the third debate? You tell me it's yeah, it's November 8th here in Miami. Okay, Rob, fat check that. We're about to see these candidates start dropping like flies. Four less already, right? The pants. Come on, buddy. Elder, governor, and governor. Yeah. I mean, Mike Pence, come on. You can't even get 15 people to a pizza party. You want people to come to your rally. It's not happening, Mike Pence. Then here's what's going to happen next. Uh, Doug Burgum, you know, Burgum, he's yeah. going to be out. Tim Scott, thanks for playing, buddy. This ain't your time. Nope. Vivek, you smooth-talking, smart, rich, ain't nobody brown, me. smart dude. Vivek and Scott ain't may be on stage. happening. I'm just saying they're going to start Who? dropping. The Vatican They're going to be on stage, stage, Tom. But it's the JV debate, all right. And then you got Nikki Haley, all right. You know, UN ambassador. Okay, 
woman, president, stop it, Tom. And then last but not least, uh, DeSantis, he was here yesterday. Look, I don't want to say this about DeSantis. Great guy, policy guy. Love them. You know. I love them in the uh, setting. I love them in the one-on-one you know, setting. We know he's 5'9". We know it. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? I, just own it. Say you like wearing boots. I'm wearing boots, PBD. Yeah. It's fine. But here's the deal. Uh, you got to have some swag. You got to have some riz. You got to have what these kids are talking about, you know, some, uh, you know, kicking them with the boys type. He don't got it. Yeah, but do you, he's but, smart as shit. But do you think you got, what he did for Florida was great, DeSantis? Of course, but this ain't his time. But well, and it was disloyal. Well, here's my question to you: Do you think with all the stuff they're doing with Trump, is the effort of the left, the the blatant using the law to go after Trump, Vinny, make him unrunnable to Vinny? He it's election denial. <laughs> okay, it's election interference. Is it's, what it's, I it's, it's interference. It's not denial. Let, let me let me say this real quick. It's by, the, by the way, and it's bullshit. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Who yeah. who prevented World War? Who was the one that was able to stood up, st- stand up to Hitler? What's a Churchill? Okay. Uh, without looking, can you tell me how, how tall you think Churchill is? Churchill was a short, fat, oh, round guy, five, but he had balls. Five, five, six. Okay, My, my understanding is he was square. As he was Google as tall, how tall as he was. was. I would say five, five, five six. six. Winston way, Churchill of, is Rob Gargiulo. If Gargiulo gave the, forty, pounds. one of the greatest leaders of all time was five six. Yeah, but he didn't give a shit. Yeah, it's a part of the brand. No, he didn't give a shit. Who Mussolini was five seven. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Napoleon, Napoleon was five four. Napoleon was a midget. But, but the point is, the point is, it's when it comes down to leading. If you can get the job done. Nobody cares. Yep. Nobody cares if you can get the job done. Everybody wants to like, how tall is Tom Cruise, by the way? Can you pull up how tall is Tom Cruise? 5'8". 5'8". 5'8", 5'7". Who has he not dated in Hollywood? 5'7". Who has he not dated in Hollywood? And by the uh, way, couple. type in my height. <laughs> type <laughs> my height. Put yeah. Patrick David. Tom Cruise is banging some of the hottest Patrick girls. Yeah, and he's 5'7". Patrick Bat, Bat, Bat David. David. Oh, I like that. Patrick Bat David. It up for me. Thank you. I'm 5'6", five, 5'7". Uh, five, five, on on some t- places, I'm 5'4". You, on you Google. put Pat up there? Put, Pat, put Patrick Bat <sighs> David. Let me see where Pat, Pat, where are you, 5-something on there? No, you'll see there's 5'4", there's 5'7", yep. there's 5', there's all this stuff. Hi, there's 5'7", five, right five, there. 5'7". So, no, but, you're 5'57", Pat. 5'5", five, five, And he five, weighs five, 154 pounds. Nice. Yeah. So, but, but here's the point. The, the Ladies point, and gentlemen, that was me standing the, on the right of him. Pat was on the left. The point, the point is, the point is, when it comes down to leadership, nobody cares how tall you are. You just got to own up to it and be like, this is who I am. Let me just go out there and do what I'm doing. Yeah. Hey, do the M&M from 8 Mile. That's all you got to do. That's it. Here's who I am. Here's what I'm doing. Here's my brand. You like it, Grid? You don't like it? Let me get back and spend time with my wife and kids, man. That's what I'm going to do. You know, either I'm going to – you think – by the way, here's the thing. How hard do you think the job is to be a president? How tough of a job do you think Hardest it is? Hardest job in the world. Look at Actually, think about it, though. It's How hard, hard is that job? Look based, at, based remember on, when Obama went in? He looked yeah. virile. He looked young. Two years later, he looked like white hair. He looked, it took. Actually, I've read about this. They say you look at the before and after pictures from inauguration four years later, and you look at the stress in terms of like the wrinkles around the eyes. They say it has got to be absolutely factually the most stressful job in the world. Of course, bro. You're the leader of the free world. And everybody knows Joe Biden, if he gets elected on a second term, which uh, obviously, if I have a sentence about it, it ain't going to happen. Nobody wants to see. Kamala Harris. Oh, God. Think about that. Ugh. Did you see her interview on 60 Minutes? Horrible. 
Uncomfortable. It's not it's not about even about being horrible. It's disturbing to watch. Okay, let's go to a couple other stories. Musk about space. Musk offers Starlink Internet for recognizing organizations in Gaza. Okay, this is from Times of Israel. Uh, Musk is coming in here. Okay. So billionaire Elon Musk on Saturday said that Starlink satellite service would support Internet access for internationally recognized eight organizations in Gaza, which have faced a telecommunication blackout since Friday. Musk, who owns Starlink, operates SpaceX, was responding to a post by U.S. Democrat Congressman AOC in which she called the communications blackout in Gaza unacceptable. Israel's communications minister, minister by the way, eventually AOC and Musk are going to date. Uh, eventually that's so going to happen because he so keeps too. listening to what he, she has to say. And every once in a while he gives her what she wants. Uh, Kerry tweeted, Israel He's will use all means wants. at its disposal to fight Hamas, will use uh, for terrorist activities. There's no doubt about it. We know it, and Musk knows it. Hamas is ISIS. Perhaps Musk would be willing to condition it with the release of our abducted babies, sons, daughters, elderly people, all of them. By then, my office will cut any ties with Starlink. Okay. So what do you think about this move that Elon is doing? Tom, or or Vinny, or Tom, uh, Adam, any opinions? Well, I mean, Pat, at the end of the day, I get the war. It's a war. Israel's not playing games. Netanyahu, was it yesterday? He was like, there's no ceasefire. Basically saying, I don't give a shit. Man, woman, child, innocent or not. The goal is to kill Hamas, and we don't care who else gets it. We're going to wipe out that entire place. I, mm-hmm. They cut off all electricity, all everything. Elon Musk, because mind you, not everybody there is Hamas. How many Hamas are in, inside of uh, Gaza? 50%. 40, listen, no, they're not. It's 40,000. Part of the government. 40,000. Is Hamas and out of two million? It's forty thousand. So uh, and go. So I I think pack some people. Obviously, they need communication. They need to communicate with their with their loved ones to let people know that they're alive. Because guess what? There's Palestinians that have family members here in the United States. Um, but uh, I have a question, Pat. And I, I know you know that I tweeted this since the terror, terrorist attack. How many Palestinians do you think have been killed since since October six? Palestinians. How many? Eighty five hundred. It's, it's gone up to almost 9,000 okay. today, all right? The majority of those are women and children. It's a fact. You, you debate me all day. My question is this. How many Hamas have been killed in that nine to 10,000? How, how many? If you had to get, I'm guessing, Tom. Is there a number? Is there a Hamas tracker that we know? And my other question is, how many civilians? I get the attitude of just, what? We don't care? Well, uh, uh, Netanyahu's attitude was, did, did America stop for Pearl Harbor? Did America stop during 9-11? Okay, I get it. You want to wipe out Hamas? All of us do. But A, how many Hamas have been killed? And number two, what is the limit? What's going to be the number, if there is one, of civilian casualties, the majority being the youth? Is the number going to be enough for them to say, okay, now we're going to chill. Now we're going to do a ceasefire because the goal is to protect Israel. Put your defenses up. Don't let something like that happen again. I want to know that because, Tom, there is no number of Hamas dead. I haven't seen it yet. I understand what you're saying, and your numbers are standing up. What what I haven't seen is I have not seen, like, UNICEF and Red Cross going in en masse trying to help the people there because they can't because this is a live war zone. And so when Musk says, I want to do this for internationally recognized aid organizations, I don't think there are any internationally recognized aid organizations that are all the way in getting in. It is a hot war zone. Egypt has got the border closed, right? Israel's got the border closed. Israel's also got the blockade on the other side, uh, you know, the— 
the uh, southern side that faces basically the desert. So basically, I don't know that there's international aid organizations in there that are going to be helped by communications at this hour because it's a hot war zone. However, I support what he's doing at the earliest possible moment. I understand Israel saying, hey, this is going to be used for terrorist activities because they're going to use the communication and intercept it. I get that, and I think that there's some truth in that. But I, I think this is a good gesture by Musk, but I think it has to come at a time where we get a ceasefire or we get 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 this thing to go from a, a hot theater at least to just a very warm theater. But it's not going. Tom, it's not going to stop. If when you hear the leader saying. We're not stopping. We don't care who. It's no ceasefire. We're wiping. I don't know. And mind you, you can support the innocent people and not be anti-Israel or be anti-Semitic or be a Hamas supporter. I give a shit about the people. Mm-hmm. The, the, the majority people there are innocent people. Can we agree to that, Jimbo? Look, I'm going to tell you what I agree with and what I disagree with. Um, I, I want to annihilate Hamas. Okay. Is it how many lives? How many Hear civilian lives are worth it? To I don't. You? I don't want to see any zero innocent lives in this horrible tragedy. I think what Bibi Netanyahu, Israel, look, uh, the first week, two weeks, pure emotion, mm-hmm. rage, retribution, and I think they need to go back to the drawing board, and they need to understand that in war, above all, you need to win the hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. And they're up against Hamas, funded by Iran, BFF with Hezbollah, ISIS. I think we can agree that Hezbollah, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Hamas, they are death cults, okay, that want to just kill people, Americans, certainly Israelis. And we need to name them for what they are, radical Islamic terrorists. 100%. But that doesn't mean that everyone over there is one. There may be some that are sympathizers, right? There's also um, there, there. There also needs to be an understanding that look at the war in Ukraine. Nobody's even talking about it right now. Yep. Why? It's not important. Why? Anymore. It's not on our radar. You know how many wars are going on in the world right now? Dozens. Yep. Armenia, Azerbaijan. Let are we not going to talk about that? There's other shit going on, but as Israel, you know. 0.2% of the world, all eyes are on them. And they need to understand that you are playing the information campaign or a lot of times a disinformation campaign. You got to win the PR war. And you can't do that by bombing innocent people. Now, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, this information comes from Hamas. The whole hospital parking lot fiasco, it's been proven, y'all. Islamic Jihad shot the rocket, landed in the parking lot. They pumped the story out to the fucking left-wing media, and they ran with it. But Israel needs to win the hearts and minds of the people, and then low-key, shut the fuck up, and go in there. You know how many miles of tunnels there are? 300 miles of tunnels. Yeah, that's, where that's where they are. Yeah, you're not, not going to get to the tunnels. Do you have tunnel. a video of them blowing up the yeah. tunnels? Do you have and, that video? And you're not going to get to the tunnels by using... Air supply. Well, yeah, and, air power. And, and you what, see what Jocko Willick had to say. Watch what he had to say. Okay, but but, but and so here's my thing, Pat. He just said we're in dozens of war. 
where the Ukraine, Russia's fighting, you know, China's, you know, China, you know, they have uh, ships going. Israel and Palestine are going on. We're obviously fighting overseas as well. Here's my question to you, Pat. What what constitutes World War Three? What is there a moment where you go, okay, is there an announcement? Because everybody's fighting. Everybody in the world is this, is fighting right now. This is what we need to see more of from Israel. Certain tactical explosions yeah, see, from underground. Yes, I could. Because who that. are they killing, Vinny? Let's not be bullshit those, here. If, if who are there, they killing that, under that, there? That right to see those buildings. Vinny, who are, are they killing right, under hold there? Hold on, hold on. They're you killing those, terrorists. Yeah, you see those buildings though that are standing up still. Those are still intact. You're not wiping it out because apparently you got information that there was one Hamas terrorist in that apartment complex. Mm -hmm. So you level it and you ruin the lives of God knows how many people in there. There has. And I'm happy that your your attitude is less civilian casualties. Nobody wants. Nobody cat. wants it, but when you have a leader saying, you know what, I don't give a shit, we're not ceasing any fire, we're wiping the shit, everybody's going bye-bye. Well, look, Rob, you have, you have the ceasefire video, it's all over Twitter, you can play the clip. Yeah. You it's know what's going to happen to Bibi Netanyahu? What? Do you know? What? This is fifth term, maybe even sixth term, longest standing tenured prime minister in Israeli history. Do you want to know what's going to happen with this man? What? You know, you've said things like maybe he, you know... Pulled a stand down order. You know what's happened to his legacy? I never, I never Listen, said pulled on. I never I'm just said saying. That. I said it was the oddest thing ever. Do you know what's going to happen to his legacy? What? You understand that he's going to have to resign. His whole mission is economic prowess and safety. Okay? <laughs> that ain't happening. My point is, that's what he ran on. And that's why he was elected. And the worst massacre of Jews... Happened Since the Holocaust watch. happened under his watch. Under his watch. You think he feels good about that? You think that's something that he wants? You think that when, when it goes down for B.B. Netanyahu's legacy, he had to resign in disgrace? So these people to think that, you know, oh, he wanted this. Get the fuck out of here. He's going to have to resign. Play this clip. And his whole coalition, okay, the Likud party. And unfortunately, they might even elect further right-wing people. Great. Play this clip. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding a ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Mm -hmm. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, no. to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war, a war for our common future. Today we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. It is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. Israel will stand against the forces of barbarism until victory. I hope and pray that civilized nations everywhere will back this fight. Because Israel's fight is your fight. Because if Hamas and Iran's axis of evil win, you will be their next target. That's why Israel's victory will be your victory. But make no mistake, regardless of who stands with Israel, Israel will fight until this battle is won. And Israel will prevail. May God bless Israel. And may God bless all those who stand with Israel. 
when you, when you say something like that, okay, first of all, bringing in America obviously mentioned like, well, if America did this, we have to do this. And then you bring in the Bible. You're trying, like you said, you're winning the hearts and minds. But at no point, what is the civilian casualty number that is sufficient for you to say Hamas is gone? Because if the goal is to annihilate Hamas, you cannot do that. That's not a feasible goal, Adam. There's no Hamas tracker number. And the word terrorism, mm -hmm. it's always, dude, terrorism is like the bell bottoms of propaganda and fear. And it can always come back and come back into style. Terrorism. You're not going to win that battle. And having the attitude of, we're not going to stop, then 90, what, what would you say the percentage of civilians, men, women, and children, are going to die in that? Over Hamas. What's the what's the number if you have to guess, Tom? Hamas soldiers dying because this ain't stopping. They're, the ground war is happening. Ships, American ships are in route right now to go help. What do you think, Tom? I I, I can't take make a any... take a guess. I'm not telling you're not you're not facts. If you had Vinny, to and I'm not trying. I don't think you're trying to bet me into yes, a corner. Well, I'm saying I can't make an estimate for you other than to say that the civilian loss of life of people who are, are Palestinians is horrifying. Equally horrifying was what started this game. Obviously, but what's the number? I want I, I need I want a guesstimate, Adam, Pat, guys. Let me ask I'm you. A, I'm gonna say let me ask this. You. 80 how many percent civil I think eighty percent civilians are dying. Let me ask and twenty percent Hamas. Let me ask you. That's my opinion. After the, the raping and pillaging and beheading of a couple thousand Israelis. Sixteen hundred. Okay. That's that's well, you, see, you seem that's to know a bad this. number. It's the okay. hor hold on. What horrible moment. What's disgusting moment? Thank you. What's an appropriate Reaction. What's an appropriate amount of people that will have to die? What's appropriate? No, no, what Just mean, give me a number. I, I, how about this? Hold on. I don't want any civilians dying, but the manner that is happening right mm -hmm. now, Adam, because I was in the military, I know these mm -hmm. type of tactics. It's just obliteration. That's not the way to do it. You nailed it with the with the caves, with the mm -hmm. tunnels. Blow them shits up. Why hasn't that been mm -hmm. happening more than just have you hold on? Have you seen Gaza right now? What Gaza actually looks like? It looks like ground zero 9-11. Mm -hmm. It's flattened. Adam, I still, where, where's the Hamas number? The, me, we're not let, hearing. Let me ask you, why don't you have the same energy for the people of Ukraine? What do you mean? Why don't you have the same energy of the people of Armenia? Why don't you have the same energy for the people, the innocent people are dying in what, the Congo? Wait, 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 wait. I'm asking wait, you. What do you mean I don't have why, that same energy? Hold on. Adam, you've never gone Adam, on Adam, uh, hold Ukraine on, like hold this. On a hold on a second. How much? So where's that energy? Adam, first of all, any, I'm going to say this again. Any civilian life that's lost, especially when I see kids. I got emotional last week, Adam, because I saw a child shaking with shell shock while his mother was dying on the floor. I, I don't want any of it happening. And the passion is happening right now, Adam, because it's happening right now and they're using our name in it. I'm, oh, I'm not anti-Ukraine and us sending them money and doing all that shit. I don't want none of that happening. But this is in our face right now, and the leader is saying we don't give a Here's shit. We're wiping, we're wiping what, everybody out. Let me Come on, man. You have to have some humility in Here's this. Here's my shit. concern. Let me tell you guys what my concern is. Okay, And obviously all of this stuff that you're watching, seeing, uh, it's pretty bad because we're getting more and more immune to it. Like it's becoming a normal Tuesday, normal Monday, normal Like Sunday. gun violence in America. Yeah. So if you look at this, here's what you'll see. Erdogan threatens to declare war on Israel and send military to Gaza in chilling warning, okay? Recap, uh, uh, no, Erdogan delivered a speech, if you can pull this up, to a rally in which he told attendees Israel was responsible for war crimes 
and framed Hamas as freedom fighters. Obviously, we know Hamas is not freedom fighters. In comments that have promoted, prompted Israeli outcry and led the country to withdraw its diplomatic presence, President Erdogan suggested assault on Gaza constitute a massacre. Erdogan reportedly said, from now on, we will continue on our path with the motto that we may suddenly knock on your door one night. He said, in the past, they were massacring the Jewish people in the gas chambers, and they were indeed wiping out whole regions with bombs. Then he added, a similar mentality is being shown in Gaza today. Okay. All right. So Erdogan, um, he's talking about a massacre. That's exactly what he was okay with Azerbaijan doing to Armenia. He no wasn't mo- saying no anything. No moral authority to yeah. talk about he, genocide. He, you want to talk about a guy that doesn't have... Exactly. Mm-hmm. He said, let me not remind Armenians of what we did to you many years ago that can happen again. This is he a... said that? Oh, yeah. This guy's a straight-up gangster, just what Erdogan is. Mm-hmm. He's a straight-up gangster. This guy's not a lightweight. He's a true believer. And he's one that you, you know... At the same time, Turkey's military, strong military. If you type in one of the strongest militaries in the Middle East, mm-hmm. type in strongest military in the Middle East. Strongest military in the Middle East, yeah. Okay, so you see what comes up. Ten, Ten strongest military. Go to that one. Five, I think he's top. Um, he may even be number one, but he's top three for sure. He's oh, top three. Oh, wow. Ten is UAE. Okay, keep going, which doesn't say much. Then is Iraq. Keep going. Then it's Morocco. Keep going. Syria. Then it's Syria. Keep going. Algeria. Algeria. Keep going. Saudi. Saudi fifth. Iran, fourth. Wow. Israel, third. third. Egypt, guess who's left? Wow, Turkey. Are one. you serious? They have the strongest military in the Middle East. Ground yep. and air. And 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 by won. the way, those are our planes, weapons, and everything. I know. That are in Turkey and Israel. So, <laughs> so he is sitting there saying, you want to do something? Okay, so look at that number right there. You see 355,800? That's 2017. Hamas is 40K. Hezbollah is 150K. Uh, Israel, I think, is 300,000. If they get their reserve, this is active personnel, mm-hmm. active. They got 355. Israel doesn't have 355, active, okay? So this is not, if you wake these guys up, so now watch this. Let's say Turkey gets involved. Say Iran gets involved. Say Israel's obviously involved. Hamas is obviously involved. Iran gets involved. Hezbollah's definitely involved. And then next, you know, Saudi's got to get involved. And then from there, NATO's got to get involved. U.S. has got to get involved. Everybody's like, wait a minute, you're getting a little too close to Europe. What are we doing with this? Mm-hmm. Russia's got to get involved. China's got to get involved. In no time. This is World War III. And this is one of the reasons why I asked the question yesterday of the governor. There's three things. Very basic number. World War I, 19 million people died. 19 million casualties. World War II, 60 million casualties. If we follow that trend, World War III will be 200 million casualties. The, the entire thing is about finding a way to calm people's nerves mm-hmm. down. Get people to say, guys, relax. Guys, let's figure this thing out. But unfortunately, left, right, center, the buyer's remorse community doesn't believe in their president. People who didn't vote for him, they already don't believe in him. But people who did vote for him are having buyer's remorse, a big percentage of them. They don't see him as somebody that's intimidating. Mm-hmm. They don't see him as somebody that's going to go out and have the conversation with them. That that visual we saw on the plane on the Air Force One when Blinken is behind him is like, oh, my God, don't say anything. Oh don't say God. anything. Take your cameras off. And his chin looked a little bit look, weird. Look, Everybody look, thought it was somebody else that was talking. It's like, that can't be him. That's got to be somebody else. Moral of the story. 
even though with all this stuff is going on, this is when you value somebody that knows how to bring the temperature down. Biden doesn't have the ability to bring the temperature down. You know when you first start hiring people and you're running a company, you know how you look at somebody as an employee? You're like, oh, I like him. He's going to be great. Second time you hire, like, dude, that did not work out, okay? Third time you hire. By the time you're hiring people, you're 50, 100, 200, 500 times. We've hired, I don't know, 1,000 employees or 15. On the insurance side, 45,000 insurance agents. Imagine how many people we've hired over the years. You know what you start realizing? You start realizing what qualities matter the most. Yesterday we were having a leadership meeting, my Monday morning CEO meeting that I do. And one girl, I say, hey, the one guy that works there, he seems like he's always happy. We need more positive people here. Because there's nothing worse than having negative people in the office that always are petty. It's not fair. It's not this. It's not that. Oh, my gosh. It, you realize the value. Even Elon Musk in his book talks about that talent is great. Everything is great. But nothing is above a positive attitude, a great attitude. You can teach them skills. You can teach them how to do things. You can't teach them that stuff. Where am I going with this? The American voter has to get better at picking the employee that is doing the job for us. And one of the things you have to judge the person you hire is can they lower the temperature to prevent a World War III? You don't prevent a World War III by going out there and killing people. You prevent a World War III by everybody knowing if you do cross the line, it's going to be horrible. Like, you know what Trump said a couple days ago? If one ounce of blood, what did he say a couple he days said, ago? If, if they drop one ounce of, one American, ounce of American blood, blood, I'm going after no, gallons you, from you. Right, right, right. Yeah. Spill a gallons. drop of ours, I'll spill a gallon of yours. Yeah. Oh, I so, so, But you know what? America needs that. Mm-hmm. America needs that. America needs somebody like that right now. So mm-hmm. my entire, we can have this debate back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What is going to prevent World War III is probably the most beneficial thing for everybody. That's probably going to be the most beneficial thing for everybody. We absolutely need strong leadership. And I'll paint the picture for you a little worse. Remember, you know, there's the NATO clause that says if you attack one, all will defend. Yep. And that that was why that that was why Russia did not want an official joining of NATO by Ukraine, Mm -hmm. because it means everybody's there, which was a southern European country controversial at the time that joined NATO in 1952 Turkey Turkey has been a member of NATO since 1952 so if Turkey and by the way he just said they may he just said a couple months ago that they may step away from being a member of NATO I don't know Turkey, if you saw Turkey that and, and by the way yeah. they're stepping away with NATO arms and NATO training mm-hmm. and, and American yeah, they, arms they, that have been provided to the NATO countries we don't give them all the tricks we don't give them you, we don't give them the warplanes with everything but they've mm-hmm. got very serious armaments and so a, a, a Turkey saying okay I'm I'm doing this I'm in that basically means we're at war with our own equipment. We're at war with ourselves. Did you see what it Lindsey is so Graham... horrible. We need a leader to stand up. And the world is never safer. Never safer. And the United States is never safer. And the diverse people of the United States are never safer than when the guy in the White House is thought of to be mm-hmm. the, the bully by the bad actors. When Reagan was inaugurated, moments after he was inaugurated, it was hours later, Iran had a deal. Hey, you know, we, we figured out how we can get the hostages back. Here we go. Here's your boarding pass. Remember that? When the rest of the world says that the American leader is nuts. 
when you've got al-Qaeda says Reagan's nuts, when you have the, the Eastern European despots at the time saying that the American leader is nuts, the world is safe. And when people were saying that Trump was nuts, and I know he wasn't nuts, he's not nuts. He was out there standing for freedom, standing for the U.S., but guess what? The rest of the world was a little nervous around him. And you know what? That is not a bad thing when the bad guys become nervous. And no wars, no wars under Trump. You're exactly right. And it takes a statesman who the rest of the world thinks is not a patsy or a pushover. This guy's got no credibility, Erdogan. Okay? He's an absolute hypocrite. Okay? The Armenian Genocide, 1919. Yep. Okay? What's going on? 1915. What's going on in Azerbaijan today? You know, Lindsey Graham calls him the uh, Turkey, the squad of NATO. Uh, you can't trust these guys right here. So it's disappointing. It's uh, destabilizing for NATO with this guy Erdogan. But, you know, he calls it war crimes. His you muscles don't, you real. Don't, you don't His think he's done war real. crimes? You don't think he's going what's going on? So, you know, be careful who you're getting your advice from is all I'm saying. No, it's not about be careful who you're getting your, your advice from. This is this is this is we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. This is war crime on steroids that yeah. this guy's got. Yep. Yeah. But let me tell you, he's got blood in his hand. And and to me, this isn't about positive energy mm-hmm. preventing a war. This FYI, folks, if you if you if you if you're wondering where I stand with if we're already in it or not, we're in it. I already said it's yeah, over. We're, it's we're in happening. It. Yeah. I mean, the way my strategy, what I said is to not have a person like Biden as your president. Yep. That's my strategy. My strategy is from day one. It's too late. The moment somebody knows they can't fear you, it's over. It's a wrap. That took a second. The way Afghanistan, we left and then from there. <laughs> this is happening the, under Biden's watch. Of course did this. This, Russia, Ukraine, and Afghanistan happened under his watch. Look at the scoreboard, y'all. Buyer's remorse. Yep. I got at, it. Buyers, I have it. Buyer's remorse at the highest level. Buyer's remorse at the highest level. Let me see if we got one more chance for one more story. Do one more, PBD. All right, let's do one PBD, more I'm going to piss my pants. I drink a beer. I'll be back in 30 seconds. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Ex-New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says Joe Biden should face Democratic primary. So Cuomo has, I think, $5 million left in his pack. And I'm not sure he is going away, Andrew Cuomo. And I'm not sure he's happy about the fact that everybody got rid of him out of nowhere at a time where everybody thought he was going to be the next president going up against Trump. Andrew Cuomo, the former New York governor, has called for a Democratic challenge against Biden in 2024, and I think there should be a Democratic primary. Cuomo cries, uh, criticized Biden for distancing himself from allegations against him, referring to the Tara Reid uh, case, and expressed doubts about Biden's strength as candidate, saying, I don't know that candidate Biden is the strongest candidate we can put up. Frankly, I doubt it. He urged the Democratic Party to engage with voters on a different level, emphasizing the need for a... Uh, affirmative strategy to win elections. Cuomo also criticized the slogan, defund the police, calling it the three dumbest words ever uttered by the Democratic Party. Tom. Uh, Andrew Cuomo says, if you're looking for somebody else, I'm right here. That's basically what he just said. And he did it by providing some facts and some basis and some foundation for his argument. Uh, Why don't we have a Democratic process and have candidates and an open primary? Uh, Do we think Biden is the best? I don't think so. Let's have a primary. And uh, by the way... He, he announces one of his campaign pledges, Pat. I think defund the police is one of the three dumbest words ever uttered by the Democratic Party. It sounds like a guy who wants to look like a moderate, doesn't it? This is Andrew Cuomo saying, I think we need an open primary. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm right here. I, I will be in. That's what he's saying. You think Maybe. he had the chance, though, Pat? Like, in all honesty, I think, I think the, the, the table's already set 
for like it's obvious in our faces, Pat. Uh, Biden is not going to run. There's absolutely no way that he's going to run. And I, I definitely think uh, Newsom, and I'm telling you, man, when Roger Stone said it, he said it a while ago, he goes, don't be surprised if Michelle Obama comes out of nowhere and he goes, take that to the bank. He goes, remember, I'm the first one that said it. I, I just, I know, obviously, I don't trust them. I think they have something up their sleeves that's going to be coming. But, Pat, there's no, there's no way. They picked who they wanted. The swamp knows who they want. I mean, they wouldn't. Biden's the perfect. Stay there. We'll tell you what to say. Your handlers will move you here. And if, God forbid, he dies or he falls and breaks his neck, guess what? Kamala's right there, and she's she's one of them. What do can you I think? can I do a little? Um, you know, I don't know. Remember, remember that idiot that used to be on late night TV, Miss Cleo. You would call her, and she would tell yeah. fortune. Oh yeah, Miss Cleo. Let me, let me be a little f- fortune teller. How does Governor ex Governor Andrew Cuomo feel about watching? the semi-anointing of Gavin Newsom. This guy comes from a family that was a pillar of the Democratic Party. He led a blue state. He led, you know, a policy that the Democrat Party felt was beloved. Andrew Cuomo was a statesman and a leader in that party. And now he's looking half all the way across the United States to the anointing of a relative rookie in Gavin Newsom. I got to believe... Pat, that there maybe is a little bit of athletic um, jealousy here going on because I happen to think Andrew Cuomo, if you is a is a Democrat, I think, I think, athlete. He's, I think he's formidable. I think the Saint, uh, Newsom is formidable. I think they. I'd, I'd love to see Cuomo in there. By the way, if you look at the resume of dirt, there's not a single person that's going to run at that level that's not going to have dirt. Yeah. If you man, if you compare dirt of Andrew Cuomo versus Biden, Biden's killing him. The score is 71 to one touchdown. Yeah. Okay, is what the score is. Biden's against uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo. So, and that's a whole different conversation. Anyways, we're at the end of the podcast here, gang. Adam uh, is officially the first person ever to go. Pee. Is this the third time or was it the second time? Had been drinking beers all morning. And you changed his shirt. By the way, and he changes. Let's go, Adam. Let's go, Adam. I didn't even pee, Pat. I love it. Let's go, Adam. Respect. Can I give a quick message? Do it because you got thirty seconds. I got max seven. Say something too quick. Quick, guys. I love you. I know. I know you give me a hard time, but we're getting better. We're improving. Yeah, we're doing our thing. Yeah, I appreciate you bearing with me. I was left. I was moderate. You know, you've sh- I'm you've getting seen the there, guys. You've I'm seen getting the there, guys. Obviously, okay, guys, let me just announce. Stop, stop. We got to wrap up, yeah, guys. I said 30 seconds. We're going, yeah. both of you guys. Yeah. Town Hall, December 6th, RFK. We'll be at the 5990 Live Studio. Come meet them. Take pictures. Some of you will be at the Cigar Lounge with them afterwards. The link will be in the description. Some of you guys, if you text the word podcast to 310-340-1132, you already got the link. I'm seeing tickets already being purchased left yeah. and right. It was already text. Go to 5990 Live. Uh, 5990 Live to purchase tickets. Vinny, would you let type? No, okay. 5990Live.com to purchase tickets for the town hall with RFK on December 6th at the club in Fort Lauderdale. Come see us. We're looking forward to having you guys there. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye. December 6th.